Welcome back, everybody, to the Free Agents Podcast. We have but one more episode left of Big Brother Reindeer Games with the penultimate episode airing tonight. We're going to break it all down. We have lost one more player ahead of the actual Reindeer Games that are set to take place on Thursday's finale. And another tough loss, another big legend uh, player going out of the house. Very heartbreaking result here tonight. So, of course, we're going to break it all down. I am Matt alongside Brian Scally. Scally, are you just as sad as I am? Hello, ho, ho. I'm not feeling very jolly. I am here losing another one of our girlies two nights in a row. Very sad, but uh, nonetheless excited that at least we have someone here yet again to share in our misery. Morning, spoiler alert, the great Brittany Haynes. Yes, and that one person here joining us is your co-host of all things uh, Hot Dummies on Islands. It is Kirsten McKinnis making her debut on the main feed now after joining us on the patron feed. Kirsten, hi, how are you? Jingle hell no, I'm <laughs> mad. <laughs> I'm so glad that we could get one of Brittany's close personal friends here to discuss oh her. My God, oh, stop I it. Wish. <laughs> I These two who are before the podcast just uh, chatting away about their Brittany Haynes responses on Twitter. I'm just sitting here <laughs> observing Brittany's two closest friends uh, here on oh the podcast my God. With me tonight. Enough. I listen. I wish that Brittany, I was one of Brittany's close friends. I, I wish so badly. I think that we could chop it up. I think we could have a great time. Unfortunately, she probably doesn't even remember the time she came on my podcast. <laughs> yeah, Kirsten's looking at a green circle every time she sees Brittany on Instagram. But I, um, Oh, my God. Can you imagine? <laughs> right? If that was the case, you'd never hear the end of it. Or, alternatively, you'd never see me again. You That's know, like one say. or the other. <laughs> I have cooler friends now. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, know, ask Nicole, me. though. I mean, I would love to be friends with Brittany, but Nicole doesn't make it sound like it's all, you know, peaches and roses. I mean, I don't think being friends with Nicole is peaches and roses. <laughs> also valid. <laughs> I feel like being Who friends knows? with Nicole, you got to be walking on eggshells. But I also feel that she's a people pleaser, so she would try to make you happy, too. I don't know. I think it'd be complicated. Yeah. Um, let's get into this episode and begin the morning process as uh, we did for the past two episodes, uh, essentially. Um, Scally, the way that they broke this episode down, uh, how did you feel about it? We had two Jingle Bell brawls leading into the Santa showdown. Any uh, issues with the way that we decided who was going forward into the Reindeer Games? All right. I'm going to say results aside. Was this like by far the worst episode of the Reindeer yes. Games? It was yeah. boring. It was. It was. The show was already so many competitions, and we've been finding joy in like the little crumbs of social strategy. This episode didn't show us hardly any of the social strategy that was happening, and there was an additional competition, and we, we had a disgusting competition, and then like the least equitable competition of them all was the final decider. So. Yeah, I'm glad they moved down to just one-hour episodes for this week, and I just hope that there's some lessons learned if they're going to do Reindeer Games too. Yeah, yeah one thing we were worried about when the season started was, okay, so it's just going to be comps. It's going to be all comps. We didn't know there was going to be the social aspect, and uh, up through four episodes, it was a mix of social and comps, and we were enjoying it. Uh, and I'm not saying I didn't enjoy this one. It was just, uh, like Scally said, the probably the 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 the, four, the fifth best of the five episodes so far. Um, it was just pretty much oops all comps with, like, 
two small, small, minute scenes of strategy, like Taylor trying to decide who she's going to bring to the end and like a Frankie and Nicole chat. So like really not a whole lot to sink our teeth into aside from comps, which uh, when you look at the comps as well, I also feel like possibly the three worst comps of the season, uh, which is saying a lot because there's been so many. I would agree with that. Yeah, it kind of felt like it was like, what's left over? Like, what have we not done that by now? Um, so not great as a TV product. I think on paper it seems fun. Like, all right, we're gonna whittle down to like, if you don't gain safety in the first, then you move on to the next, and then you move on to the next. Like that seems interesting, this little tournament style. But I just don't think it was ever really gonna play out in the most fun way. I mean, at least they didn't make them do the same competition over and over again, which Big Brother has been known to do. So that's like the small silver lining. But I I know you don't love to to be a hater on the podcast. Right. But like I did not enjoy this episode of television. You know, look, I'm I'm, overall, I'm still enjoying the season. So like at the end of the day, you know, one bad episode, I'm not, you know, it's not ruining it for me. And I'm Mm -hmm. happy Taylor made the finale. So like, that's all I care about at the end of the day. But yeah. Well, and the other thing too, like with reindeer games, I feel like it's very fun to watch. There's a lot of like stress and you'll be like, why am I holding my breath? They're putting ornaments on a tree. Like this is not that high stakes. But then when you're done watching the episode, you really don't have to think about it again until the next episode, which I do really enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. There's not nothing to think about. Yeah. That's very true. Like, look, this is blink and it's over. Like it's a two week little fun bonus special. And remember when we had such like a fun boot order, like we can always like all collectively go back to that time and remember how it was so fun for two episodes and still continued to be fun for four. Um, and, and I'm hoping next episode, you know, brings back a little bit more of the levity and the fun back. But it, regardless, we got four fun episodes of Big Brother that we would not otherwise have had. Absolutely. Um, And as, uh, you know, if nothing else to take away from this, just some of the names that were here, including the person who went home tonight, Brittany, uh, Danielle Reyes, these people, uh, I'll even kind of throw Taylor into that category, not in the same like legends who have been gone for a while, but just people who I didn't expect to see back. Uh, We kind of talked about this last night with Puya, uh, just didn't expect to see her back anytime soon with how she'd been speaking on uh, her future on reality TV. So just to see people here that I just wouldn't have expected to see here uh, in any you know, fashion anytime soon uh, has been just a true delight. Uh, but again, this episode, we had the two Jingle Bell brawls followed by the one Santa's showdown. Uh, there was also, of course, a naughty and nice challenge uh, at the beginning that uh, ultimately gave Nicole a power. Um, and just to kind of wrap this in with uh, the second Jingle Bell brawl, uh, Kirsten, th- did you have any inclination throughout the season that the uh, things going on in that portion of the episode were going to factor in? into a future comp because I didn't at all. And I would never have thought that they needed to study all of that. I mean, I hadn't really thought about it because, you know, as I said, when I'm not watching the episode actively, I'm not really thinking about it, but you know what? That's big brother. You have to study, you have to know what's going on. And so I think probably I would tell anyone going into any sort of big brother esque competition, start studying on day one. Yeah. And uh, it would have panned out here as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think what it is, is that if you had asked me before 
the reindeer games do you think there's going to be like some element of studying what happened all season and there will be a comp based on that like i'd be like absolutely definitely but then they caught me so off guard by how goofy this has been for quite some time that i was like oh like no thoughts all vibes this is what i'm living on for the episodes and so when they actually started quizzing them on things that had happened over the course of the season i was like oh i would be screwed (laughs) like i I would be xavier yeah No Worse, thoughts, maybe. all vibes. The Xavier Prather uh, Big Brother Reindeer Games experience. Um, you know, some people yeah. need to study to commit stuff to memory. Yeah. Uh, speaking kind of of Xavier, uh, his fellow cookout uh, alliance member, Tiffany, joined us here in this episode, making her debut. And uh, nice to see. Uh, didn't quite get the same reception that uh, Xavier gave to uh, Derek X, picking him up and spinning him into circles. Uh, but still happy to see Tiffany here. She looked fantastic. And I thought she brought a very uh, great energy to the house. She had so. the best costume by far of the Elf <gasps> Ambassadors. I like Derek's. Like, Derek, I, but Derek doesn't like Derek's. Is the I, thing. I would like, consider wearing Derek's non-ironically. Was I think Derek was on RHAP talking about this that he said that uh that like they were all with the costume people like picking out what they got to wear um and like Tiffany was picking out all these specifics of what she was gonna yeah. have uh but then Derek like did not have as much say or something like so that. I don't ba- know. Basically, what Derek was saying um on RHAP was that he had heard from Jordan, he had heard from Tiffany that they had gone in, they had described like you know Jordan wanted a long dress that was cinched at the waist and Tiffany wanted you know the girls out (laughs) Um, and and stuff like that and so he was like okay I'm gonna go into this I'm gonna be like you know if Ryan Gosling was an elf that's what I want to be that's the vibe that I have and then he got to his meeting with wardrobe and the woman was like yeah, I've already made it. I I built this costume. It's so great. And they showed him the picture on the iPad. And he's like, oh, well, you know, like, I pictured it a bit different. <laughs> and then he kind of felt, it seemed, the vibe I got was that he felt too guilty to tell the wardrobe lady what he really wanted because she was so excited about this costume that she'd already sewn. Oh, <laughs> oh. you know what? But he did not care for it. I feel like Ryan Gosling would have been very down to wear this costume. So he got what he wanted. Yeah. Um, and at the end of the day, you know, Tiffany getting her way, uh, no surprise, you know, without having to put up any kind of fight here with the wardrobe department. So, yeah, she's here. She looked great. Um, and she's going to, of course, be here all the way through. Um, so when she comes, she again delivers the news that there's going to be multiple opportunities to win their way to the reindeer games. Uh, just to before we get too far past it, Scally, at the beginning of the episode, there is the chat with the remaining women in the house. Taylor, Nicole and Brittany go off and chat. And it seems like. Uh, any worries of uh, Taylor being targeted after she put Nicole in danger in the last episode are uh, non-existent because both of the women uh, besides Taylor are saying that they are not going to go after her. The guys have to go if there's a way to get them out. One of them out. For sure. Yeah. I think that we had talked about like the potential outcomes and thought that this was the most likely. So glad to see that it was playing out that way. I think that, had it come down to it like you know taylor gets to pick two people to advance or any you know britney or nicole they all would have picked each other uh in reality but unfortunately this round was not set up in such a way that the women could bring all of each other to the end Mm -hmm. unfortunately 
Yeah, watching, you know, Nicole Franzel successfully organize this women's alliance and maintain it and, and you know, water the seeds to grow the plant, grow the flower of a women's alliance has truly been something this season. I'm sorry, I, I am not giving Nicole credit for that. <laughs> she's a, maybe she's, maybe she's a long, just, she's a okay, long gotta, ride because she thinks that she can win against the other women. But mm, I remember, what? I remember I give Nicole. full credit to like being involved and never making a move against uh i mean i guess except for you know giving saying that frankie is her ally so she chose him first like maybe we could have made a move on him last time but uh in the danielle round but in general i think she has been on board she's been good she's been fine originating i mean i didn't see that but sure well while we're on the topic of Nicole, uh, Nicole's going to be the one who ends up uh, winning safety by, you know, social uh, game here. Uh, <laughs> the only person to not have to win a comp to get to the end. Uh, and Taylor wins the naughty and nice challenge and is having, you know, some quick chats with everybody. She ends up, you know, we see her chat with Nicole uh, where Nicole's like, look, I, I wasn't going to be vindictive and come after you. I wanted to keep the women strong. Like, I guess essentially just saying uh, you didn't save well, me last time. Maybe you could save me this time. Well, and she she, she also is saying because Nicole won the um what's the first thing they do no Nicole won the naughty and nice and then sat Xavier out of the um first Jingle Bell brawl and so oh, then when so right. Taylor wins the Jingle <laughs> Bell brawl Nicole's like look I didn't go tit for tat so please save me and Taylor's like okay Ugh, I'm so sorry. I'm I'm mixing up things in the episode, but thank you for uh, correcting me. Yeah, there. how dare you uh, not remember the difference between the naughty and nice challenge versus the jingle rock versus the Santa's showdown? Look, I'm genuinely embarrassed when I get things wrong. I'm just like crawling to my little turtle shell. Um, but. No, you're right. So that's that's what she was uh, specifically highlighting. And I was just going to give Nicole uh, like actual actually give Nicole credit here. Um, I feel like this is uh, very reminiscent of her big brother game in general, the way that she approaches some of these conversations and the way that she pitches herself, the tone that she talks to people with uh, sometimes in just a way of like, you know, very little sister like of like, uh, I, I don't know. It, it's just obviously very effective. We've seen it work on three different Big Brother seasons and, you know, work on a, a, so many different allies and non-allies of hers. And, you know, this obviously to a much less uh, uh, scale than it has in actual Big Brother seasons, but it still felt like the same Nicole uh, that is just often effective. Guilt those people like absolutely do whatever you have to do. And, you know, Brittany should have been in there and just emphasizing like, look, Nicole, look at her against Josh last time. Like she can hold her own. I cannot. And just like stress whatever you got to stress because, you know, it, Nicole did it right. Get dragged to the end. That's what I would want to do. And good for her. Yeah. Yeah. And I know Taylor had tweeted out like her explanation as to why she brought Nicole and not Brittany in it. I really wasn't understanding it. It was basically like I needed uh, somebody strong to take out Frankie, Frankie but also but... like if they didn't take out Frankie, I wanted someone strong with me to maybe beat him in the fu list. I don't know. It was not making sense to me, but yeah. <laughs> whatever she needs to do to sleep at night, like I'm not going to be a Taylor Hale hater. I never will. 
No, I think that that tweet kind of, I mean, as we just were talking about, she's out at like some social gathering. I don't know that she's like getting all the words exactly how she is intending to uh, into that tweet at the moment. I was confused as well. I was just not sure what she was going for. But I mean, obviously, we get that she's trying to say she, you know, wanted Xavier to be in there against Frankie. Uh, when it just came down to the Nicole versus Brittany of it all, people were, you know, confused or uh, taking issue with with that. I don't know, Scally, any thoughts, Nicole versus Brittany? Um, I mean, I definitely would take Brittany personally. I think that Brittany is a little bit easier of the competitor. Maybe Taylor's saying that, like, she expects a tournament-style next game, and she needs Nicole to hopefully take out one of the guys for her before they end up in the um, final match against each other. But uh, I don't know. Trust in Taylor Hale, I have done before, and I will continue to do. (laughs) I, I also just think, like, we haven't gotten, at least from the, you know, edited product, any indication that Taylor and Brittany are closer than Taylor and Nicole. We've seen a lot of Taylor and Nicole, not a lot of Taylor and Brittany. So I don't, I think it was always going to be between Nicole and Xavier, not Nicole and Brittany. Ooh. And I, so th- that's why she I don't made know. the choice that she made. I don't know. That's I mean, just here's... my, like, thought process. The thing is, like, Xavier said, save me this time, so next time you could use me to take out Frankie. It's like, okay, I saved you, now go take out Frankie, I'm using you. Like, that's exactly what we agreed upon last time. I'm not saving you again. That's not the condition that we worked agreed upon last time. Um, So, in no world should she have saved him. Xavier even made the pitch last week. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, at, at this point, like Xavier, if you wanted to not be constantly put in this position where your allies have to decide if uh, they are going to save you or not, win one of these little mini challenges, which you haven't Ooh. been able to do. And um, I don't mean that to be super shady, but like he keeps getting upset when he gets put in these positions that people have to decide his fate because he's not making the decisions, decisions himself. Um, but, you know, that's besides the point. Um I love you and also well, need- Xavier, who's won every Santa showdown. Like, win a challenge, why don't you? Yeah, it's like well, <laughs> the ones where decisions. If, if only you had gone and found that key that fit into the front door, <laughs> then you wouldn't have been put out of the first round of the Jingle Bell Brawl, and then you could have made a decision, Xavier. Like huh. that. Key, I'm sorry, that key challenge was stupid as hell. Like, I I like stupid. I like that anyone could win it, but I also just. I think that if it's going to be the challenges where they're running around the house, it has to be more of a logic puzzle than just yep. find the right thing and put it in the door. And I feel mm-hmm. like they had figured that out for basically every other challenge this season. And was, all of a sudden today, it was just like, okay, total crapshoot. You know, Nicole went into the bathroom first, so she got it. Much I'm sitting like, here like trying to put together my strategy of like, okay, like how would I memorize this? Like two fingers, one finger, two, like on the bottom. <laughs> Obviously it's four keys on the bottom, two on the top. And I'm like, okay, well there's going to be a bunch of keys with that same combination of four on the bottom, two on the yeah. top, but they're all going to be varying sizes. And then they were showing the different keys that they were running around to find. And none of them were that format. They just had yeah. to find the one that was the correct format of how many were on the top <laughs> and the bottom. Nicole found it first and bam, the competition's over. That was crazy. So bad. Honestly, like, BB Ranger games might be like BB 25 in that like horse graphic where the back end of the horse is drawn so beautifully. And then the front (laughs) is like a stick horse. Uh, I don't know. I'm not giving up just yet, but you know, I'm not giving up. I'm going to watch the finale. (laughs) Kirsten said, that's it. I'm done. Five (laughs) episodes was enough for me. (laughs) If I was going to quit, it would have been when Danielle went home. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I will say, Elfie Buble, I think his name was, um, nice voice. Had a pretty good voice on him. Um, Great voice. Were you searching not, for the mistletoe? Uh, no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not Taken, much going on there. Scally. 
Uh, I mean, I, I wasn't looking at Alfie Buble in that way. I just liked his voice. But um, <laughs> you'll know when I'm looking for the mistletoe. Um, oh. And and you do know very often on this podcast. Um, no holding back around here. Anyway, <laughs> where'd Derek X go? Anyone see him? Um, oh. <laughs> Alfie Buble, uh, great voice. Not as fun to me. I think the uh, like if we're going to rank them, which we're not going to because I don't remember all of them, or we probably could. I, I'm sure we could piece it together. Uh, my favorite so far was the rave in the first episode. That was insane and took me so off guard. Um, this I guy agree. had a good voice. I tried we- to push for the rave yesterday and people were saying that no that that Who? was not the top one on the podcast oh my god i'm gonna find i know <laughs> i but yeah. i yeah i think that one and then honestly the um jill frost lip sync for her life was kind of iconic it was good but i was pro elfie buble yeah it's he's out there live which was more impressive tiffany oh, yeah, was but just I'm go- chilling by the lip- piano if the great. DJ is first, I'm going for camp. Okay. And, and Jill brought that. That's valid. I could I could sign off on that. DJ Scroogey though, first first in our hearts. Um, that's not even close. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that was insane. Um, and that's like I think honestly that might have been the moment for for me. I don't know about anybody else where I was like, what is this show I'm watching every episode? <laughs> uh, like <laughs> all the way through. Uh, maybe that's the exact moment, Scally, when I texted you and said, let's talk. <laughs> yeah, I think that was when I was convinced. <laughs> <laughs> it could have been. Um, so sorry to uh, have, again, gotten this wrong earlier. But yes, Nicole uh, won that naughty and nice challenge. And she has the decision to pick one player to sit out of the first competition, giving them one less chance to make it to the reindeer games uh, with one less competition to play in. Uh, not really a whole lot of suspense leading into her decision. It seemed like uh, Xavier was the chalk pick unless she was going to like stray off and, and do Frankie, which could have been the well could have been and retroactively was the correct would have been the correct move. Um, but it it was always going to be Xavier. I mean, I mean, Frankie still would have won the second one anyways. Yeah. So he did lose the first. So <laughs> but, but taking away one chance. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. But I mean, I just think that she is choosing to be loyal to him. So that's fine. I would have been like begging Ooh. to be sat out of this competition. The first Jingle Bell brawl was repulsive to Ugh. me personally. <laughs> I'd rather be actually dead than do that. <laughs> I got to uh, say, I certainly did appreciate that they didn't have to drink the whole thing. And, you know, then we had to watch full on challenge puking mm-hmm. sessions. So that was good. I yeah, was, was having disgusting. like Gina Marie flashbacks to those milkshakes. Oh, God, oh no. no. <laughs> we need to get you, you know to watch what more I challenges mean. so that you can have more <laughs> examples of people drinking bad milkshakes. Yeah, but I don't Marie. think anyone could overtake. She like opened her whole throat up. It was crazy. It was rent free in my brain. <laughs> you know, I don't think about it that often. Uh, but. I, d- I don't think about it until polish. something comes up. And then I'm like, my God, I don't want to think about it anymore. Go away. <laughs> uh, this comp was gross. Um, it was so uh, a bunch of uh, a bunch of mixes of uh, random ingredients uh, to get all these different uh, nogs for uh santa and they had to identify whatever ingredient uh was in there that was not already identified and uh some back and forth with uh frankie and nicole and taylor and eventually uh we speed it up a little bit thank god and ultimately taylor is the winner here but um a lot of a lot of nicole belching to get us through it oh. are either of you eggnog people no never had 
I drink clear liquids and margaritas. <laughs> like that's about my uh, and wine. List. <laughs> oh, that is true. Wine is on the list. Um, yeah, that's fair. I've also never had eggnog. It just like the concept of it repulses me. I don't even really know what it is. In French, the word for eggnog is chicken milk. Oh, so uh, I think I just threw up. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Um, Xavier was making me laugh as he was like, you know, reaching for the far end of the bench to get away from Nicole. Those noises she was making were terrifying. On, we're lucky I didn't throw up in my own home just watching the challenge. Yeah. Um, Taylor, uh, not Taylor, uh, Tiffany had some good lines, uh, right off the bat, uh, Nicole was like making noises and she, uh, ashamed Nicole for <laughs> making those noises that Santa wouldn't be happy about. So that was funny. Um, and yeah, I don't know any, any other comments on the, on the burping and the belching and the, uh, retching and the buckets and the grossness. I mean, the way they, they made it seem, keep... go ahead. I was going to say they could keep that challenge in storage. Oh, easy. I mean, it was equitable, but yeah. Was it? Was it equitable? <laughs> I think that it was actually against um, neurodivergent people that have texture issues. All right. Well, I, I'm not going to argue there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so actually the one thing that I, I um, needed to inform you both about as I was watching this before we came on and I told you I'd fill you in here. Here we go. Um, Frankie was concerned going into this challenge because he looked at the board behind him of all of the ingredients that were there. And one of them said beer. Uh, Frankie is sober um, oh. and has been for quite some time um, has, you know, been putting a lot of uh, work into his himself and his sobriety. So when he saw that, he said that he was he put a video of this on Twitter of him explaining all this, by the way, in case anybody wanted to see it. Um, he said that he saw that and he was kind of making some jokes to like production slash the players and being like, oh, uh, uh, beer, huh? Like, I guess, you know, my sobriety is important, but getting to the reindeer games finale is more important. Uh, ha ha ha. Um, and then eventually kind of got assurance that uh, if there was beer, it would have been non-alcoholic in any of the drinks so he okay. was uh, happy to hear that and then he also made a comment about how uh, i guess a staffer i don't know if this was like during uh the challenge or at some point you know post-production that somebody had come up to him from uh, i think he said from production that was just telling him about how they're 40 years sober no it was during the challenge because he said uh that 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 somehow uh, whoever had communicated that with him, like it helped motivate him as well to be like, you know, reminding himself of what he's done and gotten through to get to where he is. Uh, he had, you know, some struggles with his sobriety before BB 16, after BB 16. So coming into this game, uh, the fact that he was able to compete as, uh, you know, uh, having the sobriety that he's worked so hard on um, and then to have that reminder in this challenge, uh, he said really kind of pushed him through in this episode and uh, he said was a big boost. So there's your behind the scenes from Frankie. Um, and I'm glad that it wasn't actually alcoholic beer because that would have sucked if they, you know, kind of made him drink that. Yeah. I mean, I think they should have just said there will not be beer. If there was with one with beer, we will remove it. And just everyone, you are all reassured. None of these have beer. Don't pick yeah. it. Comp still equally equitable. We don't have to give anyone like even I, I don't know. I'm 
not someone who uh, is sober, but like I would imagine that drinking a non-alcoholic beer could still be triggering to some people with taste wise. So I would not love for that be to be the case. Uh, so I think maybe we should just take it off of the possible ingredients list in general. And even if it's up there as an option, like let's just assure people that no, it's, you know, for all of you not going to be there. Yeah. And that's like the thing with you know when when they when these shows mess with food challenges and introduce them in you know whether it's the challenge or here um there's always the possibility you know there was a, a lot of uh discussion on the challenge about uh, the fact that uh, there's people going onto the show these days probably since the challenges began that are either vegetarian vegan have you know whatever kind of dietary restrictions um that's in older times uh on that show were forced to eat things that they didn't want because it was the challenge um it seems like recently they've added in options or restricted the options to make it you know a little bit different i don't know but uh, the point is that it, it can get messy with with a lot of the stuff to my knowledge, I do believe that the challenge has converted to uh, vegan food challenges, um, oh. is my understanding. Because I think Tori made that a thing. So, like, good on Tori. Uh, you know, good for her. Um, but I think that should become, like, less controversial and more standard. Yeah. So there's Love that. that. Um, we have to get too much farther down, even though I already kind of did. Um, but that's that. <laughs> yeah, again, Frankie. Frankie's video is a long video. And good for and Frankie. Seconds. Agreed. So... Um, Taylor, as the winner of that competition, uh, is going to get to choose one player to bring with her to the reindeer game. So Taylor has her spot locked in into the finale. We love to see it. Um, saw a lot of people with the same thoughts, including me on Twitter that, uh, Taylor Hill, if she's going to do one thing, it's make it to a big brother finale. And she did, uh, <laughs> and she's going to pick somebody else to come with her. And this is where things get spicy is she gonna pick nicole is she gonna pick britney xavier she picks nicole i had the tweet drafted ready that she was picking britney and i was blindsided i do have to say yeah i think that like logically it makes sense to take britney but i just don't think taylor was ever going to so i was i wasn't super shocked when she took nicole yeah yeah i mean i i don't know i think that I guess I think it, she probably felt guilty about throwing in Nicole last time and was like, all right, like, you know, I'm neutral with Brittany. I'm in the negative with Nicole. Let me get back to neutral with Nicole. Um, yeah. But bringing Brittany was probably the better decision. I mean, at least from where we stand here. I mean, if she yes. put uh, Nicole into that challenge, I think it's very likely Nicole is out. Um, Xavier's beating Nicole, I think, in that one as well. And then Nicole goes. So I don't know if that I mean, makes a huge difference in her endgame. Brittany's easier to beat, I would say, and also not aligned with Frankie if there's any kind of social element in the end. So, yeah, it may come back to bite her. Maybe Nicole wins that trivia challenge. We don't know. And to be fair, True. Brittany probably also would have been aligned with Frankie. Um, yeah. I don't know. Unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, you're right. Brittany also, uh, or Nicole could have won that trivia challenge. I don't know. Um, yeah, uh, tough decision. Uh, Taylor keep, keeps having to make all these big decisions. Um, she had no HOHs in her season, right? I don't believe so. I feel like. Wait, oh wait Brittany? She, no, she did. She did. No, Taylor. Taylor. No, did. Taylor did have one, and it was. Yeah, she won the wall. It was a ride. <laughs> Yeah, she – oh, yeah, now it's all coming back to me. I don't remember who she evicted, <laughs> but she – I remember that was the week she was, like, I'm keeping Jasmine safe, and everybody else, I think, was an option. I don't know who went home, but um, 
It's not going to happen often. She's making the, way more decisions here. Yeah, I remember being on the podcast like, listen, we wanted her to have the opportunity to play. We didn't tell you she'd be good at it. <laughs> <laughs> Was it Indy? Yeah. I think, maybe. Oh, maybe. I don't oh, remember. Man. I'm looking it up. Uh, okay. It was Indy. Okay. Yeah, that was uh, a, that was a week. Quite a week. What, um, that happened. So it was at this point. Um, I don't know if anyone else was picking up on this that I realized that Brittany in confessional looked like she had tears in her eyes that she was wiping yeah. away. That I was like, I think Brittany went home this episode. Um, I think Brittany can throw on the tears. So I wasn't fully. I was in denial until we see that final comp. Unfortunately, uh, I was like, Brittany's winning. We are going to have no straight men in the finale. That's where we're ending up. But now that wasn't the case. If yeah. Um, before the Santa showdown, uh, the Jingle Bell Brawl, the second one of the episode was just a quiz comp about all of the naughty or nice uh, competitions that have been uh, happening so far this season. They they tried to get us at the end with the uh, clever editing to see if Brittany was going to tie Frankie back up in the final hour while Xavier was off in, you know, uh, the, nor- the North Pole answering some other questions. But um, it did not work. Frankie won. And that was that. Uh, the very boring comp. I'll buy it. It was extremely. Uh, equitable, extremely. Yeah. It took so, like, normally quizzes, I feel like, aren't so long. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if it was stretched or what it was. I think it would have been probably better if we could have had some, like, really goofy Christmas little, like, you know, cartoon that they showed before. Or there was some, like, thing that they had to, like, all knew they were going to have to study rather than just, like, here's what it mm-hmm. was all season. Because, like I said, I was not paying attention all season. I was vibing and having a good time. So I could not play along at all. If there had been mm-hmm. some goofy element, I think it would have been a lot more enjoyable. So, uh, you know, for next time. Now, do we think there's any chance that the final episode has uh, Cameron, Cody, Danielle, Josh, and Brittany all giving their, you know, the final HOH, but it usually is part three. (laughs) I was evicted on day four, and uh, I won two competitions while in the house. Uh, I voted correctly. Are are they going to do that? No way. I don't think so. I hope not. Okay, well, second question, are the five of them going to be there in the episode? I also hope not. I don't think <laughs> so. I, re- I really don't think so. I like we got such iconic moments from, you know, the good people that were eliminated. And we've seen enough of the people we don't like that got eliminated. Like, I, I just think it's over. Let it rest. They're going to do a bunch of competitions probably. And then it's going to be over. Like if there was a vote or some social component, then sure, they'd come back. But I just I don't think that's what this show is. What if yeah. it's Love Island game style and they get to come back and stand behind the representative, the, the player left that they want to support going into the, fi- the final? Okay, well, now I'm listening. Okay. I'm thinking about how that would play out. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Cameron uh, stands behind uh, Xavier. Um, probably. I can see him standing behind Frankie. I could see either. Cody stands it behind be Xavier. Man. No, Frankie. No, sorry. Cody stands Frankie, behind Frankie. Frankie, Frankie. I'm sorry, I forgot Frankie was there. Uh, how dare I? Danny stands behind Probably Xavier. Xavier, Josh Taylor. I would think so. And Brittany ah. Nicole. Yes. So Frankie with two. Wow. <laughs> so hopefully they don't come back, like I said. Um, but I don't know. I just like look, they magicked their way out of that house. I don't think that they are going to be coming back in. Yeah. I mean, not the only at the reason North Pole. they could be. 
<laughs> the only reason I think that they would, if anything, is because it's such a short film. So to you know, have them say, "Oh, stick around for you know, Cameron, five days, stick around, and and you know, we'll feed you for five days until uh, you come back for the final episode." I can I can see that. Yeah, I get that. Um, and the cast, like, not that, like, you know, this was any kind of crazy thing that they did, um, seems to be, like, very close. They're all joking around with each other on social media. Taylor on live before was like, oh, yeah, the group chat's been popping. Um, so, I don't know. It just seems like after it wrapped up, they were all together and maybe had a party or something. I don't know. They yeah. probably had a rap party. Yeah. Reindeer wrapped. <laughs> Santa showdown. Uh, Xavier versus Brittany. Also, I just made a note that I'm really going to miss the beat. That they come out to when a, cha- a challenge starts. Ooh, sing it so once. you can remind me. Da, 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 da. It's like it's like it's like the Christmas jingle, but it's like in a more... what's the Christmas jingle? Da, 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 oh, isn't that da, the Nutcracker? Gotcha. Oh yeah, that that's the Christmas jingle. <laughs> but it's the like a more Christmas jingle. But you, but you can hear it in like the BB Reindeer Games version, right? It's like no, sure. yes, no, um, I, mean... I guess. <laughs> like the music that they come out to when they're all like in slow Liberty, motion. I am vibes. <laughs> that is a vibe. Music is essential vibes. Yeah, but I'm just like vibing. I'm not clocking what it is. Oh my God. It's a great <laughs> beat. I'm going to miss it. Um, this Santa showdown. I think Kirsten, I think you were uh, mentioning this earlier. Do you want to lead off discussion on this very uh, evenly matched competition? Yeah. So I think I don't think there's a problem with having physical competitions on Big Brother. I'm not like they all need to be intellectual or anything like that. But I do think that they need to make allowances for people's size. Brittany's like five foot one. If they had just made, you know, the distance to her puzzle shorter or given her like those big blocks were maybe closer to her when she was ziplining past. Like that gives her a little bit more of an edge. Like, yes, she ultimately was able to knock them all down, but it was a much more exertion required than someone of Xavier's size. And if they had just made an allowance for the difference in their sizes, it it would have been like a much different situation. And, you know, maybe Brittany could have won. Yeah. I agree with that. I think that ultimately it would be nice. I I like in general things that are going to be more equitable across the board. And if we are going to do physical challenges, then especially we need to be making sure that they are balanced. Uh, If it's something that's going to be majorly advantaged by height, then you should be measuring everyone's height and then measuring based off of that. Uh, It's like Xavier sure had a better technique, but his technique only needed to be improved by like 0.1% where Brittany needed to be like exerting her entire body to get her feet that distance. Yeah. Um, I was shocked she fan. was able to do it at all. Yeah. When 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 she started knocking them all down, I wasn't even looking at the screen because I was like, okay, this is a wrap. It's over. And all of a sudden, uh, Jonathan's like, oh, yeah, like they no- she knocked them all down. I'm like, no, she didn't. Like, what do you mean? I look back <laughs> up and she is like working on the pieces on the floor. And I'm like, you cannot convince me that like, I don't know, Frankie or, or, or Taylor didn't just walk by and like take a pole and knock them all down for her because production said that they could just to make it kind of an even race. Um, I was like, there's no way. I just I could seeing how she was doing. Every swing in the first couple of times that she was making her way down that zip line, I was like, this is there's no chance she's knocking anything down. I get that she wasn't swinging wide enough. Uh, but like you said, Scally, like she would have had to work 10 times as hard uh, to make those swings mean anything compared to what Xavier had to do. So it was just unfortunate. 
Yeah, and <laughs> when she had knocked them all down, I, like, I, part of me was, like, starting to get momentum, uh, you know, like, okay, maybe this can come back, maybe, like, I was trying to buy into it, I was full Delulu, really thinking that we could have Brittany move on here, I know a lot of people are pointing, like, but there was a puzzle, it's like, it was the easiest puzzle of all time, and also, like, you know, Xavier being taller and having an advantage on this comp doesn't mean he's worse at puzzles. <laughs> like, it's well, not just automatically even. And also, it's not just like a sit down at a table and do a puzzle. They had to run back and forth to get yep. the pieces and they were tied to their zipline thing still. And it was a lot of running. So, yes, there was a puzzle, but it's not like it was just a, a, the pure equalizer. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was not Brittany's night. Um, and I'm very upset about that. Uh, I wish that she had had a better chance, uh, to make it to the finale. Uh, if she did make it to the finale, I mean, just being, you know, uh, just in all sincerity, I would have had her, you know, ranked at the bottom of my list of competitors to likely take the whole thing. Um, so, you know, her going out in fifth is not too surprising. Also like very stereotypical Brittany going out right before How the end. Dare you. you shut uh, your mouth, Matt Ligori. You shut uh, up. I hate uh, it. I'm just uh, I'm commenting on it. Um, see, because my tweet that I had drafted when I thought Taylor was taking her was like, look at Brittany, the storyline. Now here she is being told that she is getting taken to finale. But no, not allowed. Didn't uh, happen. Uh, um, I also like kind of felt like and I'm not saying that was necessarily well, uh, kind of m- might have been the case in this uh, Santa showdown as well. I feel like she went into so many of these, you know, with such a defeated attitude, feeling like she had no chance and she wasn't going to win. Uh, obviously, that was super highlighted in the hamster wheel. Um, and I get the inclination to feel that way in most Big Brother competitions. Like, she watches the show. She sees what she's going up against. And she saw all these big guys she had to compete against. That was her first confessional, being like, look at Josh. He's six foot nine, and I'm all the way down here on the ground. There's no chance I'm beating him in anything. Um, So, you know, again, I just feel like she did not have a lot of confidence in herself that she was going to do well. I don't know if that hindered her at all or just that's the way the game went. But it is unfortunate. I wish it would have gone better. Agree. Yeah, unfortunately. So, a legend, though, uh, she will certainly be back on our TV screens at some point or another. Uh, TV networks can't be that dumb to not let that happen. So, um, Traders or More Big Brother or Survivor or anything will be waiting. Unfortunate. But, you know, we got, again, what, five more episodes of Britney than I thought we would ever get. So, I am hopeful that we'll see her again i think look danielle and Brittany on traders three who's complaining by the way um tell your friend Brittany that i said hi uh, i'll be hanging out <laughs> with my friend danny reyes who is currently in my mentions so. <gasps> oh mm. all right wait a one-up us but whatever i have oh it's not a one-up they're both legends um that's true but it's a one-up <laughs> I have to put a big thank you out to uh, Brittany Hendricks, who uh, responded to my picture of uh, of Brittany and uh, Danny and said that she wanted them both in the finale so bad. And then Danny replied to that and said, me too, crying, laughing faces. Aww. So we're friends. All right. Well, if you could introduce me to your good friend, Daniel Reyes, that would be yeah, nice. Yeah, please. I bet. I mean, we could all, the five of us hang out, you know, three of us and Brittany and Danielle. Who's, Deal. <laughs> I would love I'm to. Saying no to that. 
Um, so that is the results there. Brittany is going home, uh, with a pair of, uh, what did she call them? Kirsten, a pair of Christmas, uh, underwear. She had a different name for them. Oh, well in my tweet, I said men's panties and she Uh. seems to agree with that. (laughs) Men's panties. Yes. Um, and some socks for her husband. Um, yeah, so she's got a gift. I mean, the gifts all sucked except for the $5,000. So uh, good for Danny. Good for Danielle Reyes getting the $5,000 while everyone else got crap. But um, yeah, that was part of the fun. And uh, Brittany was so proud to have been part of this and been here. But she is gone now, and we're down to our final four. Scally. Yep, yep. Now, look, I'm still excited. I think that Taylor still has a good chance. I would be very happy for Xavier to win, especially with this story of just going in over and over and over. So I'd be happy there. And I think a lot of people have said that they have enjoyed Frankie and Nicole a lot on this watch. So I'm hoping for some more shenanigans in the, like the good type in the finale and not uh, the bad type like this final uh, Santa showdown. So uh, I'm, I'm still hopeful for the finale. Now, you say a lot of people have enjoyed Frankie and Nicole, but you didn't say you did. A lot of people have enjoyed Frankie and Nicole. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) I think that they are better, but I remember Frankie on the BB-16 live feeds, and that's what I got to say. Okay. Okay. Um, I think we have to rank this final four. Let's see if we all agree uh, or if we have any kind of differing orders. Uh, Ranked in the fourth spot. Kirsten, who do you have? Like, who I least would like to win? That's a good question. That's a good question. I I was thinking in terms (laughs) of predictions uh, to win. And then we can also do preference. Oh, okay. Well, if I... my we're going to be agreeing a lot here. Well, but I I don't think Xavier's winning. I don't think so either. (laughs) I don't know that I'd put him in fourth place, but, I mean, if you guys want him in fourth, I won't argue because I don't think he's winning either. Yeah, I think I probably have him in fourth. Um, I just think that there's like a couple weak spots like this quiz uh, that was here tonight. So not thinking that it's like a, a lock. And I think also if people are like able to um, like have any say in who does not advance, I think that both Nicole and Frankie will be targeting Xavier. So I think he has a tough road in, uh, ahead of him. Yeah. All right, so we'll put Xavier in fourth, and then Scally nominate somebody for third. I'm going to go Nicole in third. All right. That's not just your optimism speaking? No. That's just my actual feelings. I think that Taylor and Frankie are more well-rounded comp competitors. I think Nicole Mm -hmm. is very good, um, especially for what people expect out of her. But I am putting Nicole in third personally. Do you guys have strong disagreements? I – okay. I would put Nicole in second, not third, Ooh. because I think what you're underestimating is Nicole's fire and absolute will to win these games. Like, mm-hmm. she's okay. won before. She could do it again. Frankie's just not a winner. I'd put Frankie oh. third. I just don't think a man. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Don't tell so upset. Oh, no, because I thought Kirsten and I were in agreement. I was going to say Nicole second as well, but I was going to say Taylor third as far as predictions oh. go. I have Taylor first and Nicole second, mostly based on the edit of the season. I just feel like they've gotten the most well-rounded stories. And I just, I don't think Frankie's winning either. So I, I think it's Ooh. Xavier and Frankie in, oh. the, in the bin and then the ladies at the top. Scally, who is, well, so if you had Nicole in third... And you had Frankie and Taylor at the top. 
who was your pick to win? I mean, are we going by comparability, by edit, by problem? prediction? Like, okay, I think that Frankie is winning, and I think that it's actually a little closer. Like by edit, I think it's pretty close. By comparability, I think that Frankie actually is like one of the all-time, like most well-rounded competitors. Uh, I don't know that that plays out every single time, but I think that he is very, very solid and in it like in with a good chance to win basically any competition they throw at you on the show. So I am betting on Frankie if I had to be betting. Okay. Well then you know what? I will ultimately uh, side with you. I I, I was between Frankie and Nicole, but you guys are persuading me uh, and I I want this to be a consensus so bad. So I think I will agree with your third place galley and I'll put Nicole in our third spot. And then I'll agree with Kirsten for the first spot, and we will push the optimism here and uh, root all collectively for Taylor. We need to put the energy all in there that Taylor is going to be the winner. Frankie comes in second. You set me up. (laughs) You originally. I I like how Matt Matt is doing like the Frankie Grande of like, it's going to be a consensus. Let me tell you what it's going to be. Yeah, right? Like, he. Kirsten and I have more faith in Taylor than you do. I'm sorry. You came in with Taylor in third. Don't even start with me. And then you guys persuaded me because you're both just so good at this. I've got the faith of a mustard seed, okay? Okay. Mm. Well, I mean, I haven't seen that really work out before, but I'm hoping that it comes through this time. (laughs) <laughs> almost did on squid game well you know that's fair um all right well that's that taylor's winning congratulations to taylor hale um, that's but my no, preference we'll, yeah yeah we didn't do preference i mean i think we're all on the same page uh for wanting taylor to win um second pick or, or second uh best option are we going to agree on that um yeah it's it's probably Xavier, but like there's a big gap between Taylor and the field on my yeah. preference for this one, you know? I mean, sure, but there's also a decent size gap after Xavier for me. So <laughs> I am yeah. good with Taylor, then Xavier, and then kind of Nicole. Question mark. Yeah, I the thing is, is it's just a, a lot of people on these Twitter streets, they are just enjoying this edited product and they are forgetting what we've seen on the live feeds, you know, and it's like, I, I wish I could go back to when I used to really like Nicole because she's fun to root for in these games, but I've just seen her be too much of a weirdo too many times, <laughs> be like excited for her to win, you know, and same with Frankie, except for I never really like loved Frankie. It is crazy to think back on BB-16. Like, I was in the same pay, same boat. I was rooting for Nicole. Like, I wanted to see... I mean, at that point, we were, like, rooting for anyone uh, other than, like, the obvious power structure that she had fallen kind mm-hmm. of outside of by, the you know, the time she goes home. But, uh, yeah, crazy how time changes things. Um, so... I'll I'll uh, agree. I think that uh, Taylor, Xavier, but I'm going to go Frankie, Nicole uh, for Ooh. my bottom two. Um I'll remind you of some of the live feeds. (laughs) You should do that. Um, But I mean, people being problematic doesn't matter as much to Matt as it does. Oh my god! Excuse me, Scally's the one with problematic feeds, not me. Even Chappelle said so. Yeah, sure. I listen. I've got a lot of years of history on this one. (laughs) Excuse me, 
um frankie will always have a uh, special place in my heart for getting or i don't know if he got his sister to do this or if she just saw my tweet anyway but getting ariana grande to wish me a happy birthday once so um all right that was i don't think one he had anything to do with that <laughs> well oh i tweeted God. to him and said can you get ariana to wish me a happy birthday back in 2000 and something uh 12 no nine no yeah something back then um Yes, I did have to one-up you one more time, Scally. Thank you uh, for pointing it out. Um, all right, what else? Anything else before we get out of here? This Final Four, BB Reindeer Games, fun season, not fun episode. Yeah, I'm excited yeah. for the finale. Um, but look, I didn't think we would be covering this in full. Still glad <laughs> that we have. Thank you, Kirsten, for coming on. This has been super fun. Uh, you know, the theme of the week has been everyone's coming in and mourning their faves. So um, <laughs> the last couple episodes, really, because uh, Puya is a giant Josh fan. Um, so, yeah, uh, excited for the finale. Yes. Thanks for having me. Of course, uh, it has been fun. Um, I kind of feel like I had something else to get to, but maybe I don't. Um, and if I did, then we'll get to it on Thursday with the finale, uh, as that is. But two days away. First, we got to get a Survivor finale in the books, which should be fun. Um, we did talk a little Survivor on the Patreon uh, episode this week on our bonus episode. So that's uh, over on Patreon if you want to check that out, along with the other topics that we covered there. Patreon.com slash the Free Agents podcast. Uh, if you are interested in any of that, but Kirsten, yes, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, where can everybody find you and anything else that you are currently podcasting about these days? Yes. So Jenny Autumn and I just finished wrapping up season three of FY Island over on the Hot Dummies on Islands podcast feed, which was super fun. Um, as well, there's Mess Magnets every week with myself and Sasha Joseph. Uh, breaking down pop culture, love gossip, trending topics, very vibes only over there. Uh, and if you want to hear my thoughts on Josh's elimination from Reindeer Games. I was on RHAP talking about it. And you can follow me everywhere at Kirsten Said What, including twitch.tv slash Kirsten Said What. Very good. And I knew we had one more thing to get to. This is the draft group, and we have to talk about the draft uh, as we're going into the final episode. And it's I safe, just, Matt. I we did uh, confirm via the group chat that because Nicole called and got Rachel taken off the cast, I actually <laughs> get Nicole on my team. Yeah, so, get out of here. Hey, uh, listen, if Nicole is going to call production, uh, then I'm going to call <laughs> the draft production, and I will have her on my team now. Thank you. <laughs> oh my God, Kirsten with Danielle Reyes. I don't think it's going to make a difference, but and Nicole. Well, uh, otherwise I have nobody going into the finale, so oh, I'm going to keep sorry. Nicole over on my team, uh, facing no off <laughs> against Scally's twosome, uh, twosome or yet, yeah, because uh, Xavier was not drafted by anybody. Um, so I guess like in theory, Scally and I could agree to give you Xavier, but I don't really know. Um, no, no, Frankie... Scally and I agreed. I have Nicole. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Scally, confirmation. Um. Thank you all for joining us. I can post a (laughs) screenshot of the chat. Uh, Frankie and Taylor were both on Scally's team. I had Nicole, uh, who seems to be being pulled far away from my team. Um, And again, nobody drafted Xavier. So um, Scally and I were tied as far as the uh, draft picks of people that made it onto the season go. But I guess if Nicole, Frankie, or Taylor wins, that will tell us the ultimate winner. Uh, Numbers seem to be on Scally's side at the moment, which hate that. But I'm the best drafter. We all know. And you're best friends with Brittany Haynes. Wow. You're having a great life. (laughs) Thank you. All right, Scally, what are you up to? Uh, Besides here on Twitter, what's going on? Yeah, On Twitter at Brian underscore Scally on Twitch at twitch.tv slash B Scally. And 
on Apple Podcasts looking at the five-star reviews. So yes. get your name on there. Yes, uh, more challenge coverage coming this week as well. Of course, another episode of The Challenge will air the same night as the Survivor finale tomorrow night. But we will uh, be getting to that eventually uh, with everything else going on, Survivor and Big Brother. So that'll be coming later in the week or at some point later this week, uh, uh, obviously uh, coming at some point. Um, Sorry, I'm stumbling as I was uh, (laughs) overthinking my thought there. Okay, um, and on Twitter, at Matt Liguori, get those five-star ratings and reviews in, please, and thank you. Uh, Thank you again, Kirsten, for joining us. Uh, Back with the finale of Big Brother Reindeer Games this Thursday night with another special guest, uh, one or two guests. I'm not sure. We'll see, but we'll have fun either way. Uh, Until next time, take care, everybody, and we hope to see you in the future. (laughs) 